All right. Uh, I've got no idea what episode number it is, though. <laughs> yeah, so it doesn't matter. Let me just, uh, let me do this intro. Let me do this intro. All right. Wrestling should be fun, should be fun. Wrestling should be fun. Wrestling should be fun, should be fun. Wrestling should be fun. G'day, scholars, and welcome back to the Wrestling Should Be Fun podcast. It's What the Nerds Watching. I'm this week's host, Don Philp, on the mic. Not too hard, not too soft, but just right. We're coming to you free of charge just about every single week on Apple, Spotify, SoundCloud, and your podcast from. Best way to support is to rate, review, subscribe, the holy tricolon. Or, you know, chuck it up on your social medias. You can tweet it out, Instagram it out, uh, chuck it on Facebook if you're over 40, or chuck it on TikTok if you're under 16. Um, that's about it. Really quick one uh, as far as an intro goes today because we've got a special show. I am joined, and I know this is a man with very limited time on his hands. It's the great man. Get around him. James Charles Harris all the way from Chicago. How are you, Jim? I'm, I'm very good, mate. Very good. Excited to, uh, to be here and chat, chat some wrestling. It's been a while. Mate, we miss you so much, but enough of this gooey show of emotion. <laughs> Mate, I'm sure our listeners are guessing, but what are you up to in Chicago? Uh, well, tonight we'll be heading off to, uh, to Dynamite. Coming through all out, really. Uh, but yes. there was a the uh, pack the tickets. You get the three combo tickets earlier. Um, so I wasn't going to fly in until Saturday originally. Uh, yeah. So, yeah, ended up, we got the combo tickets. So I flew in like yesterday. Got a mate, a friend of the show uh, who's been on a couple of times, Sal. He's joining me today. My brother is yesterday decided he's going to drive from Toronto. He's coming up Friday for Rampage and All Out. And then Mikey, who's also been on the show a few times, he's yep. uh, Saturday after. He's DJing on Friday night. So uh, he's making it up for All Out on Sunday as well. Wow. How far would the drive be from Toronto for your brother? It's about eight hours. Fucking <laughs> oh, hell. The Americans and the Canadians love a drive, eh? Like, yeah, they do. That, yeah. Like we as Aussies, we, I thought we like to drive, but not as much as the Americans, I don't reckon. That's, yeah, that's unbelievable. Mate, what a week. So, you, yeah, so you, you got Dynamite Rampage and all out there. Are you doing anything else like uh, wrestling related whilst you're in Chicago? It's up in the air. Like, I didn't want to commit to anything just because, you know, it, I've done these, some of these WrestleMania weeks before and it's, it's all you do. And it's yeah. my sort of one week vacation in America after being here for three months. I thought I might fancy doing a couple of other things. Might go to a baseball game. Yeah. Um, yeah. I know Sal's pretty keen on some of the, I think GCW are running, uh, I think Black Label Pro are running. So that if, if we're stuck with something to do, there are a few options, sort of thing. I think there's uh, Effie's Big Gay Brunch, which I think are always good fun. Not that I've been to one. I think that's going to be definitely at least one of the GCW shows. I don't know if there's more than one. It, Mate, baseball it, sounds good. Yeah. I say the other thing is, uh, just where they are. Um, so I just mentioned it to you a little bit. Um, yeah, so the, where are you staying? I'm staying in um, a place called Elmwood Park. It's quite near the airport. It's, we've got like nice uh, three-bed Airbnb here. Uh, I say there's a sports bar around the corner. Uh, I, I went for a walk yesterday to get some beers from, a, from an offie, and there was a, a local botcher park. Uh, you know botcher? It's like bowls. Yeah, I like um, botcher. So there's these like seven year olds playing botcher in the league league game, and then there's people around there. There's like they're playing uh, modern music, having a party. They've all got like coolers of beer. I, I wanted to stay and watch, but I was quite tired. And it's not every night, six till nine. So yeah, that's an option. Uh, that's amazing. What's the like? 
I wonder if that means it's like an Italian area or something like that with bocce. I, I, I don't know. That could be completely off base, but I know that bocce is an Italian game. Or so my PE teacher taught me when I was at school. Oh, interesting. Yeah, it could well be. Isn't there, this is one for you, because I know you're a big Heartbreak High man. Wasn't there an episode yeah. in Heartbreak High where, is the character's name Marco? Is, is this a later episode? or a Yeah, episode? later episode, yeah. yeah I, think, I think Marco might be struggling. Uh, I think... I, because there's a what? big Italian connection in Heartbreak High. Oh, it's not. It's Greek, isn't it? A little Greek. Yeah. Con and Dra- is Drazic Greek? Drazic's, uh, and he might be Serbian. Oh, so yeah. That's that, rings that point, but I think he's, yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, I think I'm pretty sure the character's name was Marco. Anyway, he's Italian. And the, the head teacher, you'll be able to tell me the head teacher's name. Right, there's, ma- there's many a head teacher. All uh, right. That's there's like... <laughs> Older fellow with glasses and white hair, I reckon. Uh, yeah, um, Delarain, maybe. Anyway, he's trying to teach. <laughs> he's trying to teach him how to play. This is fucking ratings five minutes. This listen to our other podcast about Heartbreak High, where we don't know any of the character names or storylines. <laughs> uh, that's that's once again on the wrestling should be fun Patreon. Yeah, and anyway, long story short, like the head teacher's trying to teach the kids how to play lawn bowls, and Marco comes out and just beats everyone by throwing it up in the air like bocce. Yeah. yeah, yeah, what a show! That sounds class. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, so uh, yeah. where where are the wrestling running then? The AEW shows are in the Now Arena. It's about twenty five minute drive from where we are. It's about sort of forty minute drive from the center of Chicago. So, with that being the mainstay of the sort of things, it's like uh, we, fucking, it's it's like if you're flying to Luton. Yeah, exactly. Exactly, it is. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, it would be like traveling up to Luton for the shows if you, yeah, if you sort of gone to London. So. But yeah, so Rich is going to drive on Friday, my brother, and Friday and Sunday, so, which is a bonus for us because um, we have no problem getting out. I've looked at like getting an Uber out there for tonight, but getting home will probably be an issue. Yeah, but, yeah. You sort of take it with what it is and, and say, yeah, we, we're looking to, Sal's looking to hire a car, but we've got the ride for the Mac for two to three, save the yeah. money, and get a train down to the uh, to downtown Chicago for the stuff we want to do down there. So um, yeah, it should, yeah. Be no, should be no issues. It's one of the things that always like amazes me about America is the like the transport networks to the sporting grounds. And I might be wrong. Any Americans listening, in, you can feel free to tweet Ross. But it it always feels like just so many people drive. Whereas like over here in the UK and also in Australia, like it's actually impossible to drive to the sport, isn't it? Yeah, definitely. Here it's massive. Obviously, you get the tailgating. They, they, they've said you can do tailgating AEW. We've got a thing about the parking. I think yeah. It's like a- now, I went to um, Saratoga Racetrack on Saturday and you could tailgate there. People literally, you could bring in crates of beer to the horse racing. I was furious. No one told me. I'm buying them like a chump. Yeah, <laughs> that is. Ab- that's, <laughs> that's an absolute rookie error from you. Luckily, the, uh, I had a big winner, which paid for my day out. So, <laughs> Really? Yeah, I, 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 had, I, had, uh, I bought in, uh, I won $167 on the last race. Which uh, Oh my goodness, that's amazing. I had a bit of a gal once, like everything I had left, but I only went with 200 and I'd won, I had one win before and, uh, yeah, paced my day out. <laughs> oh, was- I grew up with a lot of gamblers, eh? Like my my grandfather owned racehorses. My brother tried to do it professionally for a while. He lost the house. The, the <laughs> that, That's another story. But the, you know, all that, they always used to say, oh, don't worry, fellas, we'll make it up in the last. Yeah. <laughs> So yeah, that's that's oh mate, that's great. That's brilliant stuff. Sounds like you're having a great time. 
mate, tell us quickly before we talk a bit more about the wrestling, tell us a bit more about why you were over in the in America to start with. Like you said, you're over there for three months. What, what have you been up to? I went and uh, worked at a summer camp. Uh, my friend FJ, John, you've met a couple of times at the shows. Uh, yeah. he, he works year round at a summer camp up in upstate New York. And um, this summer, I just didn't have like, I usually had like four or five weddings on when he's asked me to come and go. So I have to turn him down. But I only had one to manage to get back for. Uh, so yeah, I went out and worked there for the summer. I was um, <laughs> I was supposed to be the substitute activities counsellor, um, but then I ended up doing a lot of basketball in the first half of the year. Uh, I'm not good at basketball, which was quite funny. But um, they, I also ran the competitive leagues. It was the commissioner, which is much more my style. And I sort of started right. They've got like a daily paper, and I was Hi. giving in. I was giving in reports for the to the paper of my sports for the sports games. And the, I was getting edited too much, so I just created my own sports paper, which became very popular. I like doing like full-on match reports of every, all the games, uh, stats, oh, you know. It's all the nerd stuff that we love, you know. <laughs> and the, the youngsters would absolutely love that, right? Like that, yeah, they get their name in the paper, they're, they're loving it. Yeah. <laughs> mate, what an absolute dream. It's Oh, mate, it sounds like you've been absolutely killing it. That, that sounds brilliant. Yeah, I had a, I had a really good time. I, um, I say it's like tiring work, but, you know, it's... it's I say you work with kids and when you see them like yeah. enjoying because you sort of feel it's work, you don't so. Yeah. Like I used to say when I was, especially when I was working in boarding, which is a bit more like what you're doing than actually, you know, teaching in the classroom, I guess. But when I worked in boarding, I used to say, you know, like the best part of my job was that, you know, there's kids around all the time. And if you're ever just bored or lonely or whatever, you can just be like, hey, guys, anyone want to go and play some football or anyone want to come to the cricket nets or who wants to watch an episode of this TV show called The OC that I'm going to introduce you to? <laughs> you know? It was great because you were just never bored or never lonely and there was always stuff going on. It was also the worst part of the job because, like, if, you re- if you're hung over or something you just wanted to get away, there's those fucking kids knocking yeah, on the door is- of you re- all the time. It's like, oh, lads, you know, I re- Really need some uh, alone time here today. <laughs> but yeah. yeah, you never never got it. So there's no yeah. off. That's the thing. Like you're there all the time. Like we get like, one day off, so you finish at like eight on a Monday, and you have to be back till one a.m. on the Wednesday morning. And also because of like this, we saw a little bit of COVID restrictions. Not in America, just based on the camp, so we didn't bring it into camp. We were only allowed to drink outside. Yeah. So if you finished at like eight on a normal night. There's only one place that was open till 10 out of the patio to 10. You wouldn't get there at all because you never finished at eight. So nah. just that sort of ability to sort of escape from just for like a few hours, like not having to get plastered, but just go out for a couple of beers. That was, that yeah. was limited, which was a shame. But because in the post camp, I worked a couple of weeks um, where they turned into a retreat and we didn't have those restrictions. And you sort of finish and you go to the bar, go out for dinner, just for a yeah. couple of hours, just get off the camp. Else you just do feel a little bit enclosed. But overall, I had a, I had a good time. I think. Now, if I went back next year, hopefully that would be gone <laughs> and just yeah. give you that off. But, yeah, we'll see what happens. What? And probably a lot of the listeners aren't going to be that fussed about this, but I am. Uh, when are you getting back? <laughs> uh, we, today, in fact, yeah. Uh, so, yeah, I fly back tomorrow, yes, a week yesterday overnight. So I'll be back next Wednesday. Uh, so, yeah, I just saw a uh, message in the group chat saying the progress tickets for the Sunday after that were running low. So I just picked one up before I got on with you. So that's yeah. all in the back. Yeah, I think that'll probably be my uh, return to uh, to seeing to seeing everyone. Um, Definitely, much looking forward to. It. Yeah, miss you guys a lot. Oh uh, mate, if you're at a loose end, you know, don't be afraid to pick up a ticket for any of the Liverpool shows as well, mate. We could make a weekend of it. Oh look, let's do what the nerds are watching. End- yeah, <laughs> insert jingle. I've been watching you a la 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 long, a la 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 long, 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 long. Come on. 
So that weekend, so you know that the Progress show on the Sunday that you just bought a ticket to is shaping up like GCW versus Progress. Yeah, it's the 18th, isn't it? That is the 18th. Yeah. Yeah. Well, GCW itself are actually over here for shows kind of being co-promoted, but there's one just on their own uh, with TNT up in Liverpool for the three days before that. So Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and then all of the lads are back in Progress on Sunday. So you're going to all of them? Uh, your first, Thursday will be tough with work, I'm guessing. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not, uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> I don't know. If, I, like, I'm 99.9% sure that not a single person that knows who I am in, a, in the professional world knows about this podcast. But um, uh, So on the record, I will be there for Friday and Saturday. I'm not against the Friday night in Liverpool. I'm pretty sure that Friday night is... So Thursday night is just actually like, it's just a TNT show, which is no disrespect for TNT. I'm really looking forward to seeing their stuff. Yeah, Thursday night is TNT. Friday, I think, is maybe TNT versus GCW, and then Saturday is the GCW show. Well, Saturday, I mean, one of our other loves, I literally spent money yesterday to buy streaming wi-fi on my flight from Albany to chicago because it was midway through the uh run chase in sussex v lancashire in the semi-final of the one-day cup and yeah uh, that's that saturday is the final of the one-day cup which are in trent bridge so oh it's in trent bridge which i'm looking into yeah did kent get those runs in the end yeah kent won steven's got 84 now (laughs) i cannot believe that kent have made that final they started horrendously so yeah so i won't be at that i'll be in liverpool but, mate, if, like, it's like, this is just us making plans now, but if you fancy yeah, joining me on the Friday. <laughs> yeah, Thursday, Friday, I, say, I, I need to check when I've got to start back at work. Uh, but, yeah, so, but I, I'm, I'm not getting, going up to for a uh, especially for a night out or a show with you, mate. Anytime. Let's chat off air. Brilliant. Yeah. <laughs> This is what the nerds are watching. Uh, we're talking about progress first off. We've kicked it off there with a little bit of chat about the upcoming shows and a little bit of free promotion for TNT, especially. You're welcome, Lee. Mate, I went to progress on Sunday. I was joined by who came? Ross, Pete Hitchcock, Brummett, uh, 90s Mike. Absolutely fantastic crew. And we were also joined for the first time by Josh, who was great to meet Josh in person. Um, lovely bloke. Uh, he fit in really well. And of course, James, you know what happens to your first time at Progress. Yeah, yeah um, I saw it. <laughs> he, he, every time you come to the first time at Progress, you must lose the shot round. And Josh lost the shot round. And he got everyone a lovely <laughs> shot of Smirnoff vodka. Um, I'm still tasting it now. Oh, vodka boy, interesting. Yeah, he was obviously just trying to stitch everyone up. But I'd much rather that than what you buy, bloody Jack Daniels or whatever. They don't sell tequila. Nah, do they not? Is that a thing? I didn't know that. I'm pretty sure they don't. Also, I can't believe I wouldn't have bought it. Yeah, maybe. I, you know, my gimmick now buying Davison's or Jack. Yeah, I would have made a terrible 80s wrestler not drinking Jack Daniels. <laughs> but uh, drink Jaeger like it's going out of fashion. I had a few of those. So things that stood out for progress. 
we actually did a, a new thing on Sunday. We did this thing called QI. Oh, uh, yeah. I've got some of it on the, uh, on the Insta, but what you had on the Insta, anyway. Yeah. yeah. I, didn't, I didn't post the whole lot because I'm not sure if Progress are going to post it themselves, the whole thing. Uh, maybe it didn't pass the mustard. I'm not 100% sure. Uh, you know, we haven't heard yet. We essentially just mucked around in the queue and did like a little quiz with people that are waiting outside. And yeah, it was pretty good fun. Shout out to our winners who were Charmer, Dave and Rory. Uh, if you're listening, fellas, they all sort of said that they heard of us and got around the pod every now and then. So shout out to those lads and hope you're enjoying your progress t-shirts. So that was good well, fun. I was worried for you because obviously if you're in the queue, you wouldn't be in the mix of the Guinness, but I saw you brought a uh, cooler for your yeah. Guinness. I, yeah, I just I just took one oh. can down, <laughs> but yeah, we were in the mix with plenty. It's don't worry, Harris. There was no shortage of, of beer drink. <laughs> um, I'm worried like, we, I've lost my tolerance stuff to beer. Like not not allowed to drink six days a week. I'm worried yeah. about hanging out, <laughs> mate. I feel like just whilst we're talking about it, you need to tell everybody about how you started doing the opposite of dry January. <laughs> yeah, my birthday's in January. Uh, so yeah. so many times people are like, oh, yeah, we'll come out, we're not drinking because we're doing dry January. What are you, fucking stupid? So I just, I did wet January. <laughs> um, which then I thought, I wonder how long I can go for. Because I was working in the bar, so often you have one when you're cleaning up. Not like drinking, drinking. I'm not alcoholism. Just just a well, challenge for myself. I got to about... Famous last words. Well, but then when I got this job, I knew I wasn't allowed to drink on camp, so I knew I didn't have to give it up. So I, I stopped. I think I got to 100 days. I made it up to 100. <laughs> and then, then sort of, like, ret- ret- you know, uh, what's it, retired her. <laughs> <laughs> got to, re- yeah, it's like your backyard rules. Got to, Sunday rules. Got to retire on 100. Yeah. <laughs> I'll never do it in cricket, so I might as well get with it. <laughs> hey, that's brilliant. Yeah, so progress, yeah, plenty of beers drank, things that stood out. You know, if, if you do, I know the show's not up on the WWE Network yet. If you do happen to follow progress, you don't want spoilers, unlucky. What a manoeuvre! I'll tell you who really stood out to me, uh, you know, because we can talk about the same things every month. Sunshine Machine, brilliant. CPF, brilliant. Callan Newman, future star. Leon Slater, going to be the biggest thing. But I'll tell you who's quietly starting to get a bit good is this Anthony Agogo. Oh, Yeah, yeah. Word on the street is, so obviously he's still in the books at AEW, right? And he's over there every now and then. He's still there. And word on the street is he's been training really, really hard pro wrestling behind the scenes in AEW. He's been kept off camera, but apparently he's training harder than anybody. And um, rumour has it that uh, the person who's been training with him a couple of times a week is the American Dragon. Ooh. Uh, So (laughs) this is... Honestly, I don't know if that's true or not. It's just something I heard around the traps. But Agogo genuinely, he really impressed me on Sunday. Looked good. And the match was perfectly passable. He is actually going to be a star in pro wrestling. It was him, V. Newman, was that right? That's correct, yeah. I'd have yeah. like, yeah, I'd have enjoyed that. Yeah. Yeah, because yeah, I still remember that. Didn't he have to like, nail money with like a drop kick? Was that him? Out of nowhere. Nah, that was the bloke off um, Love Island. Oh, yeah, yeah. Max Dead, right. is it? Yeah, yeah. That, that, <laughs> yeah, yeah, Max Dead, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. Who I haven't seen enough of to comment on other than that dropkick was fucking ridiculous. But Agogo really enjoyed his performance on Sunday. I'm just getting in on the ground floor. I'm, I'm sure there's other people that are already in, but I'm, I'm getting in there. No, I see. I just see his name pop up occasionally on the uh, ticker of uh, Dynamite. They wrestled on Dark. 
And I said, I've yeah. only ever seen him wrestle in the ballroom when he did. And I, said, I missed, obviously, the Mayfair's match. I think I was here. I saw the one when he came out. And I missed the one at uh, Strong Style, so I was only at day one. What? So I haven't actually seen would... him that Harry, Harry Lee, or whatever. Not say his name? Harry Lee? Yeah. Harry Singh. Harry Singh. Harv. Was it Harvey? Harv? Doesn't matter. Uh, Apologies (laughs) to that particular wrestler that a go-go squashed. But since then, noticeably improved, I would say. Awesome, because he's definitely got the look and he's got that attitude, hasn't he? The promo videos he's done have been been good. Yeah, I think he's got the proper boxing style of promo, you know? You would not be giving him any lip. No. (laughs) Yeah. Eddie Dennis returned and he came out to Andrew WK party hard. Yeah, I see your boys rocking to that on the Insta. It looked fun. Yeah. I'll be interested to see whether that, I assume it's not going to get a run on the network, but as always, it just makes us a bit excited because what if progress was to start using licensed music again? Yeah. He came out to that in RevFro as well, I think. Yeah, and also at Riot Cabaret that I went to on Tuesday. By the way, what we're talking about, I'm not going to mention it too much, but Riot Cabaret, if you're around the Clapham area, get down to that on a Tuesday night. It's a fucking great fun show. It's really, really good fun. Um, I had a great time at Riot Cabaret. So good. What else we've got here? Eddie Dennis's music. He was impressive. So he's going to, he challenged for the whoever the world champion would be in Cardiff. Obviously, Eddie Dennis, Cardiff's favourite son. Yeah. Uh, and it turned out that by the end of the show, there was a brand new world champion. It wasn't Dan Maloney, it was Spike Trevay, who cashed in his uh, key. It's just a big key. Uh, <laughs> that was to get everyone in the Thunder Bastard, a big key. Yeah, it was a big key, yeah. <laughs> yes. Okay. Hey, Matt, I've got, a, I've, got a, I've got a big key for you. I've got, I've got something for the bathroom for you. For you. Here, <laughs> a big key. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> So, yeah, Trevay cashed in his big key and he's the new world champ. And I, like, I mean, we, obviously we booed Spike Trevay. I like to say we didn't boo at him, we boo for him, but I just secretly, I didn't show this or make any noise about it, but I absolutely loved it. What a moment. It was brilliant. It felt like progress at its best. Just ridiculous main events with run-ins and crazy shit going on like the Attitude Era and then Spike Chavez cashes in and the best heel in the country holds the most important title in the country, I think. Yeah, and then you've you've already got the seeds planted for the the rise of Dawkins, haven't you? uh, Yeah, looking forward to that. So there's definitely more to tell with that story. But I think there's going to be some more to tell with this Eddie Dennis story on uh, they are doing their show on Sunday, Progress in Cardiff. Completely sold out. If you listen to this now, you're going to have to try to break in. You're unlikely to get a ticket. Are you going down for that? Mate, I'm not. Ross, Mike, Roe, and I think Sam Wes or Lee Wes are going, maybe both. That's, and obviously uh, BT Sports, Rob Armstrong. Oh, of course, yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I'm pretty much, you know, blown my... Uh, phrasing? Oh, fuck. I've, I've pretty much done my dash on um, the GCW weekender. Oh, fair, fair. Yeah. So that was, yeah, progress. I know. So that was just me talking, really, because obviously you weren't there. But maybe we can talk about a couple of things that you have been watching, maybe. Have you had the chance to see much wrestling, uh, you know, like whilst you've been at camp? Are you keeping up with stuff? I, I hadn't, but I've managed to catch a couple of the last few, since the kids left a couple of weeks ago. I've, got, I've, been, I've been managed to catch a couple of Dynamites, um, a couple of Rampages, uh, 
This week I watched half an hour, the last half an hour of Raw. Watched an yeah. hour of NXT last night, which is the first time in a couple of years. Let's talk about Dynamite from last week quickly. It's probably out of the news cycle now because by the time people are listening to this, there will have been a new episode of Dynamite <laughs> that you will have been at. But yeah. I think it's probably just important that we make mention of a couple of things. So what were your thoughts on Moxley and Punk then? Every bastard's got an opinion. I, I felt numb. I will this because, like, from, so um, when I bought these tickets, it was sort of like I, I wanted to see CM Punk. As much, I've enjoyed AEW, so I, would, I have a good time whether he's on the show or not. But, like, when he was back, then he broke his foot. <laughs> and I was yeah. like, oh, I'm not going to see CM Punk. And then one of the first times I watched live was when he came back. And I was like, oh, yes, I'm going to see Punk. And then last week, they did that, uh, which was, I said, no, it was fine. It was good, good TV. Like, made me, yeah, sort of made me watch the TV and was, like, drawn to it. But I just, at the end of it, I just felt numb. I was like, is he not going to be there now? <laughs> and I guess that's sort of, I mean, sort of what they want but is that question and I'll see that tonight say Friday answer no question so see what tonight says really yeah this is where you know because people will have already seen it when they listen to this yeah um, <laughs> edit edit of the fill is unbelievable and he turns things around really quickly but even he can't turn it around in two hours <laughs> so no you're I'm gonna look really really silly now for saying this but you're gonna see CM Punk tonight right they can't they're not going to. Oh yeah, I'm seeing him tonight, definitely. But I'm going to see him work on Sunday. I think it was, I think Meltzer said that a rematch might still be the main event of the pay per view. Yeah, which I'm fine with, and like, like I say, I, that, that, I mean, which which will be great. Um, yeah, it's just like, I, but I, like, I think the fact that it's even a question makes it exciting for tonight, even though you know. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. So I'm not, I'm not like mad with it at all. It's just that sort of. I just felt. I just literally the feeling that I had. <laughs> when it happened last week, was just sort of felt numb. After it was just sort of stunned. Yeah. Well, I hope that um, I hope it all works out for you mostly. Oh man, that's a great show. That, It'll be a great. Show. It's like Brian Danielson on the show, like Kingston and Ishii's on the pre-show. Like I, I'd yeah. go for that. <laughs> it's all. It's it's that's like you know what? Like it's so. I'm so glad that I had you on though for that. Like oh, you know, like I had you on. We're the same, but. I'm, I'm so glad that we got to do this because that's, I think that genuinely is going to be a unique opinion from like most other people. Cause you know, uh, a lot of people have just shit all over AW in the last couple of weeks have been really upset with some of the booking They were really harsh on the match. They're like, you know, I can't believe they did this. It wasn't the main event and it was three minutes. And, and even if they do still wrestle on the pay-per-view, like people are saying stuff like, Oh, well, WWE would never have, they never would have put Brock Lesnar and Roman Reigns on the Raw before WrestleMania, you know? And I, I've heard a lot of stuff like that. And I don't really know how I feel about it, really. I'm, I'm kind of just in a situation in my life where I'll just watch it and see. But it's just nice to hear it. Not nice because it's a bit upsetting for you in a way, but it's, <laughs> it's interesting that to hear that opinion of someone that's actually going to the show and has paid for a ticket. It's like, oh, fuck. I, I feel like, you know, and you obviously have a lot more trust than a lot of people, but... There's that hint in your voice of like, oh, I hope that that you know Booker Man Tony Khan hasn't just fucked me over here. Yeah, yeah, no, exactly, exactly. I say, um, yeah. yeah, we've all seen a lot of wrestlers, and a lot of people weren't even seen Punk work. I mean, I've seen him a couple of times, but a long time ago now, of course. Yeah, um, and it's it was I was I, it was like I say he was we had that pod last year, and like we all we all came on. It's like so what got me back watching again. So I was like, well, yeah. I don't think I would have bought the 
I don't think I'd have made this effort to come out specifically if I didn't think he was going to be on it. I don't. I know I'll have a good time anyway. Yeah. But like, yeah. So yeah, yeah you're right. But um, yeah, I think he should turn up still. I think I'll definitely see him tonight, and hopefully something happens. But I'm sure that something will happen. But either way, it doesn't really change the, you know, the sentiment. That's that's interesting. I want to just talk about just shout out with Dynamite uh, again. So uh, famous, you know, celebrity wrestling journalist David Meltzer. He he felt like the main event of Dynamite last week was a five star match, and our celebrity wrestling should be fun journalist Ross Casey, the boss. He just cannot believe it. He won't let it go. He thinks it wasn't the best match of the week. Can't believe it was five stars. He also, you know, famously hates AEW. No, not really. I'm only joking, Roscoe. And Will Ospreay. <laughs> and Will Ospreay, yeah. <laughs> you obviously caught the main event. Yeah, uh, you, you know my feelings on Dave. Yeah, I know. I'm not a star rating person at all. I, I, for me, it's, you know, did I like the match? Yes, no. And that's all that matters. Um, yeah. I understand that his opinion is valid to some people, which is not, doesn't really matter to me. I enjoyed the match. I thought it was really good. You know, they did a lot of stuff. I don't think I was expecting much less. It had Pack and Will Ospreay in it. And the other people were all really good as well. Yeah. Arguably the two British wrestlers of all time. We're going to throw it out there. <laughs> um, I think there's a decent argument for that once they were, once both their careers are said and done. There was other people in the mix. But yeah, there's, uh, there's another bloke. Son of Sabre Senior. Yeah, he's good. My he's very son. good. Yeah. Big fan. But I say, yeah, like, I'd have those three, especially for my era of what I've been watching. Yeah, yeah, I, I don't like to talk too much about earlier stuff. Uh, I was never the biggest British Bulldog guy because I'm Australian myself, but I'm sure that a lot of people are also talking about Dynamite Kid and British Bulldog. Yeah, I haven't, I haven't seen enough to have an opinion, and I don't, yeah, I mean, someone could say to me, go back and do your history. I'm not going to, I'm going to proclaim Will Ospreay, Pack, and Zach Sabre Jr. as the best three wrestlers of all time. <laughs> and you, can, you can like it or not. Um, yeah, so yeah, I, I thought I thought it was a really good main event, enjoyable. Yeah, I don't, I say I'm not not a star rating guy, and so I, I don't really know what to say on that regard. But yeah, good. I'm looking forward to tonight. I thought I like the Osprey. Osprey's maybe the heel, and Kenny Omega's he meant to be a baby face because he's a cunt. It will be interesting <laughs> to see what happens because I there's definitely a story brewing. And, um, I, you know, later on, we're going to talk a little bit about what we're looking forward to in the week. But spoiler alert, I'm going to talk a bit about the trios because I'm, I just, I'm buzzing to see where they go with this. There's got to be some Adam Cole involvement at some point as well, I would say. Yeah. Interesting. Should, should we just get straight into that, talking about the week? Yeah, let's ahead? just go. Yeah, let's go for it. Yeah, okay. So we're going to call this the roundtable. Ladies and gentlemen, it's time for your main event of the evening. This week's roundtable is all about J-C-H in the U-S-A. <laughs> this is the Wrestling Jimmy Fun Roundtable. Have you ever, ever felt like this? How strange things happen. Are you going round twists? Have you ever, ever felt like this? Mate, so... And I'm keeping in mind that we've already sort of mentioned this a little bit. We touched on Punk and Mox. I, I just wanted to dig a little bit deeper about CM Punk. And we're not a big news, you know, site, whatever. We're not trying to dig behind the scenes. Actually, a lot of us have kind of gone on record to say that we don't really enjoy reading news stories about backstage tiffs or who hates who or who's got heat or who spoke in the meeting. But... I think it is important probably that we do mention CM Punk a little bit. And 
Matt Connolly, my close personal friend and yours, he said, is it a case now that fans maybe demand too much of pro wrestlers? Because it seems that people have just jumped all over CM Punk, like for whatever people say, oh, he's a, he's a bad guy, or he's, people have even gone as far to say, oh, he's a dickhead or whatever. Those aren't really my words. I mean, he's just like you. He's my favourite wrestler of all time, pretty much. But what do you think about this whole CM Punk saga, this behind-the-scenes stuff? Like, do you think that, firstly, like, has it changed your ideas about CM Punk at all? And pretty much I want to ask you, who do you think's being worked? Is everyone being worked? Is this all on purpose for a big heel turn? Or what are your thoughts on the whole situation? Yeah, can I just preface this by saying, in regards to the new sheets, I'm not like a great fan of them, but I do take interest in them. And then I think of like, I remember watching like, I don't know, I love behind the scenes stuff. So I watched like that breaking ground on the network was one of my favourite things. I thought it was so interesting to see that sort of thing. Uh, stuff like Hard Knocks, All or Nothings, when you get that. Yeah. So if there was a documentary on it and it got like the actual stuff, I'd be bloody interested to see it. I know, yeah, I, I think, yeah, I, 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 I agree with you. I, I don't want to say that I don't like the backstage gossip. I love gossip. But I like it when it's like real, when you know exactly what's going on. Like, stuff with lots of like Kingston and Guevara both coming out and giving their own opinion of what happened went down and that sort of thing. And he's, he's coming out of one like the sauce's mouth as a well, horse's mouth but yeah like, because, uh, yeah just wanted to get that out there because I, I do feel I, I don't want to pretend I don't like the uh, <laughs> because I know I know I know I don't speak for everyone but I, I feel I have to be honest with that so what are your thoughts then so in regards to Punk my automatic reaction was to get defensive over CM Punk because he was like my favourite wrestler <laughs> and then he sort of thing I don't know this guy there's a history of him being like of these sort of incidents with him being a bit of a dick and in the old days, he was the underdog in WWE, sort of fighting against the thing that we'd grown to hate, almost, or I'd grown to hate, and a sort of figurehead who was portrayed as a bad guy. And now in AEW, he's almost like he's the opposite of that. He is the, he's not being, not, yeah. uh, he's like the top, the top dog. He's the, he, he's the, he's the millionaire. Yeah, and, and he's, as he said to Cena, you've become the New York Yankees. Yeah, uh, didn't MJF say that to him? I think someone said that. I don't think I've come up. Someone said that to him. Yeah. But like, I thought I'd come up with that when halfway through realised someone definitely said that to him. <laughs> it doesn't make it any less valid. I, I, like, I like where you're going with this. But like, yeah, so now he's he's at the top of the card. Uh, he is at the top of the card. He is the biggest draw. I, I don't know if that's official, but he is. Like He's the reason why people came back to watch. He's the biggest draw to me. I can say that without doubt. And... Um, yeah, I don't think he probably is a bit of a dick. <laughs> or if it's just like he's uncompromising in the, and, and when he was uh, an underdog, he was uncompromising in a way that he stood up for himself and it was more respected, whereas now he's standing up against people. Do you see what I'm saying in that, in that regard? I mean, yeah, 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 I do, I do. It's, it's, so his, it's his context that has changed rather than... Yeah, him. he's the same person, but like what he's, what he's doing, the way, other, the way the rest of us see it is the way that has changed in that he's not... Yeah, fighting off from underneath anymore. He's on top and he's trying to stay there. He's got the position of power now. He's, he's not going to want to give it up. Yeah, I think that's probably what, what I think is that, yeah, it's just he's the same person he's always been. Just, yeah, his, as you said, his context has changed. And so you, got, you can't blame him for being the do same you, person. But what he fights for that, now, it comes across differently. Do you think that AEW then kind of have to, if they continue to book him and, they, and the story does continue, it, 
are their hands tied? Do they have to make him the bad guy in the story on the screen as well then? Or do you I, think that that won't work? I think he was going to be the bad If he hadn't injured his foot, he'd have been a bad guy already. Yeah, okay. I think we were getting Summer of Punk 3. I mean, I saw the original, I saw the second. And it's an easy start. Like, for him, that promo, like, how many times are you going to fall for this, blah, blah, blah. Right? It's yeah, easy. yeah, yeah. He's that good, at pro- especially on the mic. I think the heel turn was kind of, maybe they might have waited until All Out because of it being in Chicago and they might and they might be going with what they originally planned, like he'll, he'll turn at the end of this show. Because I say that's the thing that we were talking about, I was talking to Matt about, like, trying to get him booed is going to be hard. Like him calling out Paige got him booed. Paige is popular. Like there's not many people, I, don't, I think he could, if he started cutting promos on like Moxley and Paige are their big great baby faces, I guess. Uh, yeah, it depends on the week really. But yeah. Yeah, and that's another thing. It also, it also depends on where you are in AEW. Like, different cities react to different people yeah. in different ways. I wonder if he might see it as a challenge himself to try to get booed in Chicago. That's, yeah. You know, it might be something that he set himself to see. He's, you know, that's that's a, it's almost like the final frontier for him, you know? And I wonder if then does the MJF storyline tie into that eventually as well? I don't know. Maybe it's, you know, MJF talked about how he beat Punk in Chicago. And then maybe this is it. Maybe Punk wants to get booed in Chicago and MJF wants to get cheered in Chicago. Who knows? We'll see. MJF last spotted in Italy. Yeah. yeah having friend, a good time. By my friend Jordan, who uh, shouted out <laughs> and, he, and he ignored him, staying in character. Right. <laughs> uh, yeah, absolutely outstanding. <laughs> I, just, I had a couple of thoughts about Punk, you know, like just sort of, I, these were sort of drunken ramblings, but I don't, again, I don't know if that makes something <laughs> valid. But I just sort of felt like, well, I'm not sure if other industries are like this. Like, I'm just like, just if you look at the top of like any industry, like I'm looking around, I'm like, I think I said to you guys, I'm like, well, outside of like Roger Federer in tennis, like he's obviously clearly a nice guy. Or, you know, like <laughs> even like Kane Williamson in cricket, but he's not undisputedly the best. I'm just like, in athletics, maybe in, in the world of like, even in the world of music, in the world of like Hollywood, like, it feels like these abrasive characters and like people who are who do have that certain type of ego and arrogance to them. I'm thinking about you know like a Kanye West. I'm thinking about a Ronaldo. I'm th- you know I'm thinking about these people that really have reached the summit of their industries. And I'm like, a lot of them are celebrated for it. Like, how come in wrestling people like what what is it about wrestling where people seem to feel so entitled about? you know, the, the real people behind the characters that they're portraying. And I'm, I'm not talking about actual criminals. I'm not talking about people that have committed crimes or people who have committed abuse. This is a completely different story. I'm separating. Yeah. You know, if the worst thing Punk has done has been like, oh, a bit abrasive or a bit salty, it's like, mate, have none of you guys ever had a job or been to school or played in a sports team? Like everyone know like just it's that's just people and sometimes people rub you the wrong way and and it, you know even though you know and then there's somebody else for every one of those people to be like oh no they're a good guy once you get to know them or you know they've got all their friends around them that really enjoyed the way they act you know it's, i just feel like there seems to be a certain entitlement with wrestling fans now and I, I don't really have the answer but it's just a few thoughts from me yeah no i think i think you are right that wrestling fans i mean we are them so but they seem to be a quite a sensitive bunch in regards to this kind of thing. Yeah. <laughs> if you try and like look at it like a sport, Aaron Rodgers, he seems like a bit of a dick. Yeah. 
Packers fans don't care. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah, exactly. A lot of people really like Novak Djokovic. Well, it is interesting, but we could talk about, you know, just coats all day, but we'll, uh, we'll, <laughs> we'll leave it there. We'll, I, I just sort of wanted to talk a little bit about your week ahead, Harris, and really sure. I just wanted to pretty much ask you, like, what you're mostly looking forward to this week, whether it's in Chicago or in Cardiff or anywhere else in the world. Yeah, um, last night they're releasing, uh, they're going to just put Eddie Kingston and Tommy Hiroishi on the uh, pre-show. That excited me. So does that show before the pay-per-view starts or is that like one of those things that they do on like a, on like Friday night after Rampage or something? I'm not... I thought Zero Hour was the hour before the show starts. I'm, oh, I mean, it, yeah. I, I only started a tweet last night and I was a little bit tired and had a few beers. But yeah. um, I thought the Zero Hour was the hour before the show, but the pre-show. I might be wrong. Uh, I could definitely be wrong. Um, it, I, mate, I, I don't know either one. I'm sure that's probably right. I, I don't know. I'll just... But it's on the free YouTube before the pay-per-view, basically. Yeah. Well, I'm sure that's a dream match for Kingston, but also just like absolute banger. Yeah, they did it a while back, I think. I'm pretty sure it's just said they did it. But um, yeah, I, yeah, I love Ishii. And uh, yeah, Kingston's older, been doing great work. Older 4.5 star Ishii, eh? <laughs> I know you love your star ratings. <laughs> yeah. He won my match of the year one year. <laughs> Which one was that? The Keith Lee, your call. Oh, mate. Yeah, amazing. Yeah, yeah that was cool. Yeah, so that's what I'm looking forward to. I'm really looking forward to seeing Osprey tonight. I know he seems he seems to be a polarizing figure on Twitter, and I know some of it's based on his personal history. Some people just say that he's shit. I don't. Yeah, I, I don't he's not. Shit. I'm like, uh, yeah, go and watch some of it out. You this isn't for you, but which obviously isn't. It's a different styles of wrestling, and you like. Yeah. But I, I enjoy his work a lot. Um, I'm really looking forward to, to seeing him tonight. This trio tournament is I find it I find it strange in a way. Like if, for me, they've got to do they can't put the best friends in the final, can they? They've got to do like a hangman page joins the replaces injured dark order and plays the Bucks and Omega, surely? Please. It can't <laughs> best friends. <laughs> yeah. The only way the best friends I think would work is if they both lose and if the final is Osprey. And Aussie Open versus Best Friends. Oh, yeah, I could deal with that, yeah. I don't think it makes it, like, it would have to be, you know, like, Adam Cole costs, you know, costs the Elite or something, and then, you know, someone else costs the Dark Order or something goes wrong with it. There has to be more of a story to it. Oh, I'd love it if, if Osprey and the Aussie Open win tonight, which I hadn't even given a thought to, and they're on the pay-per-view, that'd be amazing. I didn't yeah. even get that a chance, to be honest. I'll tell you what, like, I don't know if, like, I'm not sure if the commentary of, like, of AEW have been, like, have been asked or told to do it, but fucking hell, they put Osprey over strong last week as well. Which is yeah, even Jim Ross, and he hates. Yeah, him. Ross likes Osprey. He does. Like, yeah, I, I just don't, and I'm not, I'm not trying to alienate any listeners or whatever. Like, if you don't like Osprey, cool, that's fine. Like, and especially, especially if it's a personal reason, that's all right. I'm not talking about that. I mean, I, I watched American Dragon versus Austin Aries 75 minutes like everybody else, you know, back oh, in the 2000s. But you know, like. I, you know, I've sat through some long grapple fests. You know, I like Tim Thatcher. I, you know, I'm all about it. But bloody hell, how can you not like Osprey? <laughs> it's just like his work. It's just so crisp and dynamic. And it's clearly the best of that style going around, right? It's hard for me to look at that and not appreciate it. Yeah, definitely. Because he tells stories as well. It's not just the movie. story. I think he's a storyteller. And everyone talks about, oh, you know, he's not academic. Let's put it that way. But 
bloody hell he understands wrestling, I think. Definitely, yeah. Other things I'm looking forward to, Brian Danielson, Chris Jericho. Uh, yeah. As I say, like, if there's anyone who's going to get a great match out of Chris Jericho at this stage, I will have. <laughs> it's Danielson. Jericho's been good like these. It's almost like he's doing the greatest hits to her. But yeah, yes, yeah, yeah. He has been, he has been good. Uh, but like, if you wanted to get to that level where he was, I think yeah. Danielson's the one you can get in there. Yeah, yeah. Very interested to see that. Uh, I'm interested to see, can we see Jamie Hayter crowned? Oh, yeah. Champion. That would be amazing. I've got a feeling she won't win, I think. But if she does, I'd be awesome just to see, like, from her journey, for, for us, having seen her sort of coming up as a, well, pretty much the whole thing. Almost. It's like a bit like a an Oku. We sort of seen him from, from always from the beginning of Jamie Hayter, Eve coming from the bottom of the card. Uh, coming up to the top of that card, going to stardom, and then coming over here and, and smashing it in AEW. So that'd be awesome if we got to, if I got to see the combination of that. Just as a if you get, I'll uh, here we go. Let's make it. We'll make it a bet this way. I will pay you back all the money that I currently owe you. <laughs> <laughs> One million dollars. If um if you can get a we all hate her Jamie hater chance started. <laughs> It's your challenge. So you have to have enough beers to be confident enough to try. Yeah. Yeah. With the beer price, I have to do some pre-drinking. The beer price is over here in the stadium. Bit right. of tailgate. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I've got a box of seltzers for a tailgate. A couple of bottles of rouge. Yeah. I just had a glass now talking to you. I felt like I should. Oh, lovely. Beautiful. It's 9.30 in the morning. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I've had champagne on me golden grahams. I'm wasted. <laughs> Brilliant. <laughs> and mate, I I'm gonna throw in a couple of non-AEW things because I am not an AEW. I'm really looking forward to Spike Trevay versus Eddie Dennis, which I mentioned earlier. And I am really looking forward to um I probably won't even see it, but if I was there, I'd be really looking forward to Session Moth Martina versus Mad Kurt. Is that on progress? It's on TNT in Cardiff. A TNT in Cardiff as well. Nice. Yeah, yeah. Thanks. On Twitter last night, she was like, "Who should I? I'm at the WWE show this weekend. Who should I?" Oh Ryan? right, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> she was great at right cabaret as always, but uh, <laughs> Mad Kurt, he just like he told this joke that I used to tell in year eight as his <laughs> promo. So I'll try to do this as quick as I can. Right, so he's like, "The other day, I was sitting with my good friends Lord Gideon Gray and Will Ospreay, we were having a coffee, and Will Ospreay says." you know what, fellas, I think I'm the best wrestler in the world. And we all kind of agreed. And I said, you know what, fellas, I think I'm the funniest wrestler in the world. And everyone kind of agreed. And then Lord Gideon Gray said, I think I'm the ugliest wrestler in the world. And everyone uh, reluctantly agreed. So then this other guy who was in the shop, he was like, oh, I know how you guys can figure this out. There's a psychic next door. Go and ask them. And they know everything about everything that's going on in the world. So they did. So they go next door to the psychic. Will Ospreay goes into the psychic's room first. Comes out smiling. Yep, fellas, I'm the best wrestler in the world. It's proven. Then uh, Mad Kirk goes in. Comes out. Yep, fellas, I'm the funniest wrestler in the world. It's proven. Lord Gideon Gray goes into the room. Comes out all like despondent and um, sad. Big frown on his face. And uh, Mad Kirk goes, oh, what's wrong, Gideon? He goes, any of you guys heard of Session Moth Martina? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Mate. I popped for that promo and I just thought, what it, that's going to be great. Um, I might not even see it. TNT have moved to a brand new streaming service, I believe. So uh, let's see if we can find where that is and uh, we'll definitely 
have a look out for that match over the weekend. Mate, last thing before we get out of here, I know you probably got more important things to be doing in the best city in the world than chatting to me on Zoom, but Never, have you got, any, got any big predictions? For the weekend? Ooh. Yeah, for the weekend. Yeah. Not sure I do. Uh, um, I, I mean, I got a feeling we might get a bit of MJF. I don't know if that's a big prediction. Yeah, that's one of mine. He might, he might show up at the, on a, at some point. I'm hearing a bit of uh, rumbling about Roman Reigns maybe losing. Yeah, so I, one of mine is to do with that. I'm not sure if Roman Reigns is going to lose. I'm gonna, I'm gonna dial mine back a little bit. I wonder if maybe the main event. I've just got a feeling that maybe Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens might be involved. It feels like there's something building with a Sami Zayn babyface turn. Kevin Owens would have to be involved with that. And whether that means that McIntyre wins the title, like this is pretty crazy for me. I, I'm not sure this is definitely going to happen. It's probably paying about 50 to 1. But I, I could definitely see Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens being involved with the main event to, 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 you know, to see off the Usos or something like that. And then McIntyre maybe gets the win. And then maybe there's some six, a six-man match at Survivor Series or something. I don't know. But maybe something like that. You got the big cross is knocking around as well, isn't he? Oh yeah, he's about as well. Yeah, yeah. I haven't been following massively along. I saw a bit. I say saw a bit this week. Um, so I mean, was it last week with Zayn and was Zayn on SmackDown or Raw? SmackDown. He's with like the Bloodline. Yeah, but he was he on. Uh, he was on Raw this week as well. That's why I saw him on Raw this week. Yeah, because he didn't hit Owens with a chair. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He could do with a haircut, I think. Sammy then. Yeah, and a, and a shave maybe. <laughs> Couldn't will My last one There's a big Worlds Collide show On Sunday as well Well my sort of Thoughts on it were I feel like most Of the Americans Are probably going to Win titles But I feel like Mako Satamura Might win the women's title Yeah I think Did you see The NXT last night I did Well I, yeah Like in as much As I sort of Half watched it Whilst I was washing up And on my phone And stuff Yeah so they had All those different Little um, All the, like, the old champs Coming back to talk To the people of their brand Which I've quite liked yeah, like, yeah was, that was uh, great. Walter coming back to talk to Bay and like Pete Dunn on an iPad and uh, like Rhea Ripley and Shayna Baszler to Mandy Rose was really good. I, I, I thought I thought that was like a nice little touch. Um, and it, and it put like it sort of made it seem important, which NXT UK hasn't really, has it? Let's be honest, unless no. you're Ross, it hasn't been important for about two years, if that yeah. three years. But, <laughs> but they did put some like stock into it to make the matches mean something in what going into. Sunday, I think Sunday or Saturday. Is it Saturday or Sunday? It is Sunday. Yeah. So that was, I, I did like what they did there. Yeah. I really enjoyed all of those segments. I thought they were all great. The women's ones as well, like Shayna. And yeah, and no, I was just good. I just really enjoyed it. It was great. I thought that was a really nice touch. Good booking. Yeah. I'm looking forward to that show. I'm looking forward to everything. It's going to be a big week of wrestling, one of the biggest ones of the year. It feels like a WrestleMania style weekend. One thing I wanted to say in regards to that is that as, as, obviously I've been to a few of the WrestleMania weekends. You come into the airport and it's all it's all with WWE banners everywhere all over the uh, the airports and stuff when you arrive. And there wasn't any of that in Chicago, which I guess there wouldn't be. It's not the same size company and there's not quite as many indie shows going on. But I did find it interesting. They're sort of starting to grow a bit as a weekend, this all out weekend, um, especially with being like a holiday in America. And then maybe in the future, maybe that'll be something they do, but it doesn't really matter at all. I guess it's just the way I noticed and I wanted to bring I attention bet, to it. I bet there's a lot of WWE stuff in Cardiff at the moment. I imagine there must be, yeah. Yeah. Uh, like, that'll probably do us, Harris, I reckon. Yeah, sounds cool. good to me, mate. Cool today, but I'll, uh, I just want to, you especially, wish you a good time in Chicago. Hope everything works out. Try to stay safe. And then anyone who's heading to Cardiff, uh, make sure you enjoy yourselves. 
Um, heading to a TK and Mambo's big brunch, which I oh, would definitely be at if I was in Cardiff. Got to give that a plug. Yep, TK and Mambo's good. beach ball brunch. Are or they something do, they doing a rock paper scissors as well, I believe. I think. Yeah, I think. I think it's at the brunch. I think they're doing a rock paper scissors and bingo and oh, all sorts of stuff. At, at camp, because I know they they claim it's the biggest rock paper scissors in Europe. At the camp I went to, they had a I was in a seven hundred person rock paper scissors tournament. Wow. And, uh, each round is first to ten. First to ten. Yeah. So you do first. So basically, you get everyone there. You play someone. Once you stand up, if you win, you sit down. If you lose, you go over the other side of the room. And then once you get down to about the last sixteen or so, then they actually break it off and you play. And then people start to watch. You have big circles like it's a fight at school. Yeah, I got yeah. to round two. Um, I think lost to an eight-year-old girl. Uh, Fair no, enough. She was, was eleven, I think. But. Um, but the kid who won it actually won it the year before. So he's won it two years in a row. And the person he beat in the final has lost in the final twice. And her brother won it five times. So it suggests there's a skill to it, which I don't believe. What? No. <laughs> that is yeah. ridiculous. Because they've renamed it Rock, Paper, Sneerson. Because the kid who won it five times is called Evan Sneerson. And his sister, Lauren, lost in the final. stands the second that time is... she's lost in the final. And Alzweiler won it for the second time. It's nuts. They've got to be cheap. There's got to be a method to that. They've got, they've obviously got a method to it, yeah. Whether they're just like they they're, they're releasing it at the right point. Yeah, seeing. like they've got a they've got like a reaction time, and they can see mm. your maybe they can see like your tells or something before you yeah. do it. That is insanity. I can't believe that there's <laughs> a rock paper scissors syndicate. We we need to mention this to TK and Mambo. Don't yeah, worry about your run-ins and like tombstone and people on the bar floor when they cheat. <laughs> get get the get the Sneersons involved. Can we fly Sneerson over for the <laughs> I wonder if they're a wrestling fan. All right, mate, I've got to get out of here. Good thanks, to catch up. thanks so much for your time. Thanks to Phil for editing. Thanks to Ross for doing all the stuff. And thank you to you mostly of all, dear listener. Have a great time in Cardiff. Have a great time in Chicago or other places that start with C. Uh, we will uh, see you next week. Drink lots of water. Look after you, mates. Wrestling should be fun, should be fun. Wrestling should be fun. Wrestling should be fun, should be fun. Wrestling should be fun.